if the Jill of all trades, Michelle C, a.k.a. DJ Make a Move. She cute. Your host of Candy Kids TV everywhere you need to be. And if you don't know by now, it's not your typical interview, y'all. Candy Kisses, blown away. Candy Kisses, TV for tomorrow today. Man, throw that auto tool on that bitch. Have you sound like Teddy Payne. Hi there, this is Kim Cole, and you are rocking with Candy Kisses TV. It's your boy Talent, baby. Michelle and Candy Kisses TV. With my girl Michelle C. Don't take it personal. Bruh man from the fifth floor in the ATL chilling with Candy Kisses TV. What's up y'all? You're watching Candy Kisses TV with my whole girl Michelle. Hello there. Have you asked yourself what you're missing? I have. It's Candy Kisses TV. It is another episode of Candy Kisses TV. I am Michelle C, aka DJ Make a Move Everywhere You Need to Be. And typically I do a Motivation Monday, and this is what this is going to be. However, it's going to be a little bit different. What motivates someone to cheat? We're talking about cheating on this episode. All right, let's get it started. So, uh, recently I know everybody's seen in the blogs about um, certain people cheating and embarrassing their mates. So, we're going to have a conversation about what has been your cheating experience, what you learned from it, what you grew, and we're going to go from there. So, let me go ahead and introduce everybody, starting with Brother in Green. Let's get your name and your Instagram. What's going on, man? It's um, LeVar Norsworthy. My IG is LNorsworthy613. All right, Will Jordan, uh, Renaissance Will 404 on IG. How's your boy? Philip uh, Watley, Ebony League Radio on IG and, oh, I'm sorry, Ebony League on IG and Ebony Radio on Facebook. And I am Erica Jordan. I go by Kika Janae on IG. That's K-I-K-A-J-E-N-I-A. Okay, <laughs> so I'm gonna start with the basics. What would be some of deal, some deal breakers that you would have in a relationship? Even thinking about in a relationship, what would be your number one deal breaker? Well, for me, it's kids and marriage. So just that I want to be married, and I am married. So if the person wasn't uh, willing to be married or have children, that would definitely be a deal breaker. That's a fact. Uh, just, just disrespect. Okay. Yeah. That's it. Egregious, long, like. Like long term egregious disrespect. Yeah. Okay. Mm. That and don't be a cheating bastard, probably, right? Is there like a <laughs> checklist or something like that? That's not, you know. Like a survey. <laughs> don't be a cheating bastard. Uh, don't be disrespectful. And also, you know, want to have, you know, want to have the same stuff like marriage and want to have kids and stuff like that. So, yeah. If you're not down for that, stay out of my inbox. Stay out of my Uh one of my deal breakers is like pride. Like I can't deal with a prideful person because you know pride fights with no facts. It can't hear. It's just it's just a, a hell of a thing to deal with. So like pride and you gotta have a, a, a high sense of morality. Uh, I'm not about to be trying to fight with you to uh, you know live in a way in a relationship that's conducive to being able to to push a relationship forward. So I'm not gonna. Jesus. I don't want to do the, the foundation of building some things you should probably have already learned. So no women all together. Right? <laughs> 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 but you gotta go to jail. 
Don't put me in the middle of this. <laughs> <laughs> well, my number one, <laughs> my number one deal breaker is cheating. That is just the ultimate sin to me. Um, cheaters should be arrested. I feel like they should go to jail for attempted murder. And simply because, like, you got to think about it. When people cheat, they don't. They're not thinking about you. It's not even about the lust or whatever caused you to cheat. At the end of the day, you don't value my life when you cheat on me because I don't know if you're protecting yourself or not. So I'm like, yeah. I think a lot of times if anybody has cheated and they had to spend, let's say, six months in jail just so they can sit back and realize what they did, I think it would be a lot of less cheaters in the world. (laughs) What's your opinion? Um, About cheating specifically? Yes. uh, Well, I think that you know, a person has to identify what they desire in a relationship. Um, you know, be very frank with yourself. Do you want to be in a monogamous relationship? Because if you don't, then maybe you need to just pursue finding yourself. Um, because I think once someone has made the decision, hey, this is who I want to be with, and you're confident in that decision, then cheating, I don't think cheating should come up. I do believe that as you are long, you know, long-term in your relationship, things change like the person evolves you evolve but that's hopefully something that you're you're growing together you're growing you know forward and if someone's stagnant you know that can sometimes cause a person to want to veer outside the relationship but I don't know I'm just I'm committed to what I've decided to commit myself to so I really can't understand why a person chooses to cheat other than they're just not really certain of what they want and the person that they pick if this is who they want to be with so just being very firm in who you are what you're looking for and if you found that yeah I think you gotta just be be honest with yourself and your partner I mean there's there's some conversations that that you can have I think prior to or while you're you know sort of seeing who fits you best and something you'll be surprised at what people are open to. Yeah, if you just absolutely. if you just be honest. Be honest up front. Um now I do think that we are kind of like in this weird uh we're we're on this fault line, right, of like tradition and like whatever non tradition means. And so our age group is kind of like we're op- we're we are academically open to some other relationship dynamics, but because we have been socialized to be traditional, mm-hmm. it, it hasn't quite, we haven't reconciled that yet. Um, so what I have found in, in um, as I have gone forward, you know, uh, in, in just finding a, a, a partner, is, is to really be frank with myself and then just lay it out. I mean, almost like an uncomfortable kind of transparency. Yeah. And then just see what you get back. Well, most, I'm not going to speak for all men, but most men that I've encountered have been afraid of the vulnerability to just let us know what's really going on. So, like, if I don't know that you're not a person that's ever been in a monogamous relationship because you're scared to tell me, then now you set me up for fail. Sure. I mean, well, most, most women are not open to that either, though. But I'm a person that I would love brutal honesty than a smiling like lie. Like don't smile in my face, lie to my face, and then I'm like six months later, I'm like, what happened? That's right. because you lied to me. I'm like, you would have told me up front, you would have gave me the option. Absolutely. When you take my option away, that's when I have an issue. But then the other person has to be honest with themselves as well and not be in a place of 
desperation because someone may present something to you. They're being transparent in that mm -hmm. moment. You're like, oh, I can deal with this. I can deal with this. Yeah, and true. the next thing you know, six months down the line, the person is like, well, I want to be in a polyamorous relationship. And you're like, yo, in the beginning you were cool with it. Well, now I'm not cool with it. You know what I'm saying? So the recipient also has to be very honest with themselves. But, but I think we talk about physical safety. We were talking about like... Uh, STDs and you know right. somebody, somebody going to jail, but nobody ever talks about like emotional Absolutely. Safety, uh, mm. uh, uh, safety. You, you're, you're talking about you're, you're taking someone's emotions, their you know their reactions, their even their knee-jerk reactions, and you're basically like playing Russian roulette with those emotions, right? Mm -hmm. So if you if, if you if you are in a situation where you feel like you want to have a, a poly relationship or something like that, and you don't disclose that to the person, and you just keep going as as, as normal. What you open yourself up is, uh, in is anything that's liable to happen. You know, Absolutely. I mean, one one way to look at it is right here. Have you ever seen a couple that's been married thirty five years in a poly relationship? I'll wait. Exactly. What, 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 that, what that YouTube channel at? <laughs> I mean, they got so, shows about it, but I don't know how long they've been married. So. Yeah, it's new. I've never yeah. seen that happen before. Yeah. Right. It's, it's, it's old, happen? but it's no. new. Yeah. You know I, what I'm right. just saying, like, but, but I mean, like, right. I'm not saying that it's not happening. I'm saying, right, right. Like, has anybody ever stood the test of time? Has anybody no. ever said, I'm so glad I, I decided to open my marriage up 35 years ago and it was the best thing we ever did? Right. No, typically no, it's daddy got a family up right here. Right. That, was, that was the old priest. That's right. Don't mess with them Joneses up there. That's why it's your sister, cuz. <laughs> and nobody ever talks about how how emotionally those kids turned out. Absolutely. How, how the how, how those women turned out. Mm -hmm. They they in therapy today. You 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 in you know you in therapy and your grandfather did that. You trying mm -hmm. to figure out what what what's going on with your your, your emotional psyche because you still haven't been able to bounce back from this like war zone you lived in emotionally. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, but marriage is marriage in general is kind of you know on the hot seat anyway though. Mm -hmm. so, and I think that that's why people are breaking. They're trying to, like, like, we all know we need somebody, right? We all know we need companionship. Yeah. I think we we're, were talking about that. We know yeah. we need companionship. We just don't know what box to put that in, <clears throat> Yeah, you yeah. know, that works on a long-term basis. And then, like, should it be long-term? Like, should marriage even be a forever thing? Can it be, hey, I check in every 10 years, you know, we, we negotiate. Every 10 years? Yeah, we, I mean, like an NFL contract. Sign, okay. in, sign, in, sign in bonus, that's, that's yeah. the ring, it's that's the right. house, yeah. it's the vacation. I'm down with and, and then we do mandatory <laughs> therapy, then mm -hmm. five years, do we do a needs assessment, right. how's it been working out yeah. for you, do we renew our contract, go five more years, like how do, like, it needs a performance a needs assessment? Which yes, like needs. it should be, no, a needs. Oh, needs. Should be I mean, Mary should be performing. Are you taking your life? The whole point is, is growth, is, is trajectory and growth. I mean, Absolutely. You, you, the whole the whole whole thing you hope to do with someone is to grow with someone for the rest of your life, right? right. You hope you hopefully y'all are checking in on a daily. You know, hopefully you're checking in, you know, on a moment. You know what I mean? You you're you're, you're continually checking in. So that you look up and the person isn't a whole another person, right? Yeah, you know, and, and I can tell you one of the telltale signs is if you can't keep a regular friendship, you damn sure can't keep. Uh, Speak on it. Uh, if you don't have any friends, if you don't have any friends, you are not the prize. Yeah, right. exactly. Yeah, you, you definitely get the prize. No one likes you. Yeah. <laughs> so if you switch your friends out like every five years, mm -hmm. like, or, yeah, or, or, or no, or no one's your friend except your family. You know, I think I think that cheating is a result of uh, you know people lacking confidence they can get what they want because what happens is you, you're cheating because 
either you told yourself that you couldn't do better and then you settled for a scenario that you were you were you were simply hoping for a higher outcome for mm, so you yeah. you seek different ways in that relationship to get that so if you're not satisfied with that person well, you're gonna to try to find that satisfaction somewhere else. Mm-hmm. It's not that person's fault. It's your fault because you should. Yeah, because you, you should have. You should have waited for what you wanted. Should have picked Right. And I think that a lot of times people don't do that because it's like I want to be in love right now, or I want I want a warm body right now, or I want to feel what I want to feel, or I want to you know um, I want to convey this picture of my life right now. But then the relation the relationship can't you know take that because later on if you have to step out to you know fulfill whatever your your version of happiness is. That's your fault because yeah. you should have waited and got what you wanted. Yes, yeah. it takes longer. No, it's not comfortable, but right. it's still a decision. And I think that's, a, that's why a lot of times people start cheating. And now you're trying to go back down and, you know, back down the line and try to figure out where this went wrong. What did I do? Mm-hmm. But you didn't do nothing. You just went the first choice. You were, well, well, yeah. but that, that's, that's a good follow-up question. So would you, re- would you recommend someone get married really, really young? Or maybe as they get into their the more adult years, let's say like after thirty, would you? What, what would be the best the best route? Well, I, you know what I mean, because you know, one one year in a boat where you you know you're going to a high school graduation at seventy five, you know, mm-hmm. but then the other 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 sense, you're probably not ready to get married at nineteen. I think, right. I think there's pros and cons to both, honestly. I think there's pros to being mature and being able to make a more cognizant decision about what you want your rest of your life to look like. And you mm-hmm. have a, a stronger chance of having two adults being able to make a, a, a clear decision like that, right? Mm-hmm. However, the, the capacity for people to grow together is probably a lot more probable when they're young. You think so? Yes, because you're not you're not so fixed in your ways. That's true. And like, you have, you're not jaded. Yeah, you're raising yeah, each other. Yeah. You know. And you're able to you're able to you're able to grow together. So the language that you speak. So now here's what it looks like. So when you're young, it's like, hey, this is what I like. Hey, this is what I like. Okay, let's see what we like together. When you're older, it's this is what I like. And I'm sticking mm-hmm. with this one. And I want you to figure see, out how to what I like. I feel the opposite. I feel the exact opposite. I remember I was 19 and I, the, the car I really wanted was this uh, Mercedes SEL. Mm-hmm. And I was saving up for this thing. And I, it, it wasn't until I got grown and realized the car was trash. Mm-hmm. And like, so I personally believe that there's a woman of your, of your, um, of your of your of your flesh that you want but at some point in time the woman the woman of your soul the woman of your flesh has to meet the woman of your spirit mm. right so they 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 have to meet at some point so you can really figure out what exactly you need right. you know versus like what do you think is good for you at this time so i, I guess it would have to really really depend on how mature you are at 19 but I, again, I know a few marriages that worked in nineteen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what I mean. I know for me, most of the people that I who are married mm-hmm. for who had been for a while, they met they met young. I mean, they mm. they just grew together. I, I think yeah. there's. Mm. I know if I could do it all over again, I would marry my college sweetheart and just call it a day. Wow. Mm-hmm. Um, you think you would still be you know hot and heavy and all that stuff now? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, this, and that's not like a. I'm just if I had to. I'm, I'm thinking about like all of the tread that I, that that just came off the tire Ooh, okay. between yeah. 19 yeah. and now. Right. And so yeah. you know, at this point, it's like now I gotta go to the tire shop and just get me some tires. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And you yeah. you just run yourself just yeah. ragged. You know, emotionally, mm-hmm. physically. You I mean, know, all these things. When, like, when you're a kid. And your parents are cooking or cooking dinner, or if you're going to your friend's house and their parents are cooking dinner, 
it doesn't matter. You're not really thinking about what your palate is like. You were like, oh, there's, you know, we're right. gonna have fish sticks, we're gonna have pizza, we're gonna have meatloaf, yeah. whatever it is. It's dinner time. We're all gonna eat together. Mm-hmm. But when you get older, your palate is so is so particular because you know you've spent a lot of time either in mm-hmm. certain relationships or by yourself or whatever the case is. Now it's a little bit more definitive as to you know what your palate says yes mm-hmm. to. And yeah. so now when you're trying to uh, engage with other people. They're under a, a stark pressure to appease whatever that palate is, which is not there when you're young. When you're young, you're still developing and you're mm. open. The girls, mm. listen, when we, were, when we were in high school, the women that I would have entertained then, there's no way. That's that's. Oh my, yeah, that's, and that's maturity. Absolutely, because I was but, but, not but, married but, my first love. Right, but, but, <laughs> right. but, 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 but this is the plan. I'm not married first. But, but check this out. But but had I had those scenarios not fallen to crap because of circumstances that they brought to the table, right? right. Mm-hmm. I, I used to say it all the time. If those, and I, I guess I'm gonna be candid at the moment. If those women, candid kids, candid kids, right? Mm-hmm. If those women had, if those women had not like cheated or done like young stuff, yeah. I probably could have married any one of them mm. because I was young enough to to kind of like to, to to take the risk mm. to to grow with them to to develop a relation or a, a communication and relationship that it would have been unique to us. Mm. They didn't have to be. XYZ, but because of all the things that I have experienced, now I have a a, a, a palate that says, I'm not doing that. Yeah, I'm not yeah. doing that. I'm not. I'm not listening to that. I'm not dealing with that. That's that's beneath me. I'm just crazy. Now it's like I'm looking at them differently now, mm-hmm. as opposed to then. It was well, the stakes like, are too high right now. You know, you're you're, yeah. you're a business guy. You're talking about opportunity costs, right? Yeah. So at the stake, at this point, the stakes are too high, right? At 19, I, I dealt with a whole bunch of stuff, right? right. You know, you you the the world is your oyster at that point. At this level, I might just murder you. <laughs> you know, when I'm it gets to the point where you have to come, I've been in a situation where <laughs> I've literally contemplated how can I kill this nigga and get away with it. Mm. So oh, if it's yeah. at that point, that's when you know yeah, you, you need to leave. Yeah, absolutely. Because it's like, what? But okay. But does that mean that we that maybe relationships and commitment need an overhaul? Like maybe we need okay. to overhaul our thinking. Of, because to me, I, I think some, some. And this is to your point uh, earlier about why people cheat. So I've cheated. Okay. I've, che- I've been cheated on, but I've cheated more than I've been cheated on. So why? <laughs> that, the so, biggest question most women have is when they get cheated on. Why did it happen? Well, let me also say this. Okay. I've also cheated with people who were involved with other people. So I, oh, I, 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 think, I, think, I think we lay this we lay cheating at the feet of men to like True. figure out and it's and it's True. just really not that. It's I mean it's just not that. And these are not like, you know, uh terrible people. Right. I don't consider myself to be a terrible person. You're not a terrible person. But 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 I have made some terrible decisions. Mm-hmm. Okay. And what I had but what I also had to do was just like, you know, figure okay. Are we trying to? What is the, is the purpose of marriage to own the person that we're with? No, no, I feel like it's a partnership. It, it, it is. It is a partnership. Mm-hmm. But I think I think what makes things uh, so like if my if, if my if my child so yesterday I might for instance my my kid did something in front of some other family members but it was embarrassing to me mm-hmm. right, that she did it. So I got on to her 
and and I was and she did she doesn't like being you know chastised in front of people but I did it on purpose right and then I then I did, then we had a private sort of session or whatever and it was because she's my child mm -hmm. like you don't bring shame on this family right. you know you don't do things that, that reflect poorly on how I'm raising you right mm. um, I think we carry that into our relationships with other adults and mm. it doesn't always work out that way I had somebody explain it to me like this and this this is going to push back on what we consider marriage to be under the kind of Western Christian you know uh, mm -hmm. framework. So I'm aware of that already, um, and I'm not against the, the the Christian framework. I'm just offering different perspective. Um, she she said there is no way there is no way for me to give a share of my vagina away. Like when I have when I when I have sex with someone, I'm you don't he doesn't walk away with like vagina stock. Right. It's mine when I get. It's mine when we engaged, mm -hmm. and then I'm, you know, and it's mine when I walk away. Right. I think what ha I think I think what happens is, men think that we own a piece of the vagina, mm -hmm. and, and 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 women eventually, you know, think that too. But I think it's yeah. because of how we're socializing. Mm -hmm. We think we think that. So so instead of dealing with the disrespect, fifteen steps back, it's like, you know, like for me. Um, the scenarios for me that I, that when I when I when I that led up to the to the cheating, I realized I, I didn't have courage to just walk away then. Okay. I just I, I didn't I didn't have courage to have a. Uh, mm -hmm. It was circumstantial, you know. It was just like you know. Let me just kind of push through this thing. I had checked out emotionally, okay. but mm -hmm. I just didn't I didn't have the courage or the discipline mm -hmm. to really walk out uh, an exit strategy that left both of us intact. And I, so I, 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 I took the lazy route and just yeah. cheated. I, I cheated thinking, well, actually, I really didn't cheat. We broke up in the relationship. Well, we broke up, but nothing was different. So I checked out emotionally. Right. I checked out emotionally. Then eventually, if you don't check out in every other way, mm -hmm. you're going to cheat, right? Mm -hmm. um, but I, but I'm, I'm pushing back on this idea. I'm, I'm pushing back on, on the notion that like cheating is, that cheating is, the, um, is the root and okay. Because it's really just the manifestation of whatever was going on Before. in the yeah. relationship, yeah. Right. and if, and, if, and if we're if we're in committed relationships that last fifty years, and, and, and we're asking the couple, how did you all, how, how have you had a successful marriage? You know, both people are talking about all that both of you all did to make it successful. Mm -hmm. But then when it's cheating, it's like, oh, they cheated. Well, mm -hmm. yeah, they did cheat, but right. what was what were the what were the conditions mm -hmm. around it? Okay. You, you know what I mean? That that produced that. The outcome. I don't. I'm, I'm not saying that to say mm -hmm. it's any person. It's, it's the person's fault who was cheated on. Mm -hmm. But it just kind of like I think we walk in. I think we walk into relationships like I'm going to own you, and and when you do when you do something that um, that uh, you know goes outside the bounds of this this ownership. So this was sort of like uh, subordinate. Uh, yeah, it's like a contract. Right. You decided to get in this contract mm -hmm. with me. I expect you to follow the rules. And part one rule is don't cheat. Well, <laughs> but what do you want? You want to give commentary? Yeah, man. I, just, I agree. I agree. I think it's it's a part of the contract. And like mm -hmm. for instance, you don't own a human being, mm -hmm. right? But you like for instance, if there is a contract, you do own or have partial ownership in the terms of that agreement. Mm -hmm. And so, like for instance, I won't own the human being, my wife, but she's my possessive, my wife. So whatever under the under the scope of wifely things, if those things are performed outside of the context of this marriage, mm -hmm. 
she has to own the responsibility of, of basically upholding what that, that contract ensues for, with me. So I think that I, we're so liberal. I agree with, you, with what you're saying. I think that it, we all, we came in this earth alone, we're going to leave alone. Make sure you tune in next Monday for part two of this episode. And don't forget to subscribe. Tune in every Sunday, Monday, and Thursday. Candy Kisses TV. Not your typical interview, y'all. <laughs>